This episode of the Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by friend of the show, Brett Blake and his new comedy festival show, Go Hard or Go Home, from the 7th of April. Blakey doing stand-up, going absolutely full throttle for an hour. You've heard him on the show uh, dozens of times at this point. You love him. He's one of the standouts. He's one of the favourites. So go and check out that show. Carl, he's been doing a lot of gigs for you. You've seen him in full force at the moment. I saw him in full force over the weekend, uh, and then he went to hospital from going too much in full force. Nice. Uh, so no. go hard or go home. Or a third option, go to hospital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, did, we, we had a big lunch, and uh, we thought he'd gone too hard, but it was he literally... This is the dumbest thing. We had a, bit, a big, uh, our infamous Milan rock mm-hmm. lunch. We all went, a bunch of friends of the show all went, and then we see, he sends me a picture of himself in hospital the next day. I'm like, Jesus Christ, he is, he's gone that hard. And then... Even worse than that, he wasn't there from drinking too much. He was in there from eating a dodgy kebab. Yep. You just had Rockpool. Yep. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, because that's the crazy thing. I saw him that night at like 9.30 getting into an Uber to go home after my show was finished. And then somehow in 12 hours in between, I'm seeing a photo of him. On our socials, (laughs) him in a hospital bed, breaking the news. Um, Yeah, but... Great stand-up um, in red-hot form at the moment. Yeah. All on the up-and-up for him at the moment. Um, and you love him. He does a lot for the show. He's always happy to be on here and do stuff when he's not pulling out to do wine festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, so get on to him. Limited run. Go and see him. Go and see a friend of the show. Mate, you know what? Even uh, even if it's one of you things where uh, on your way to the drunk cast... Uh, a lot of people tend to make uh, a, yep. a little plan where they go and see a, a bunch of comedy on the way there, a friend to the show. Um, so make him uh, that day yep. or any other day. Go check him out now. He is on. It started now. It's on until the 18th of April. Comedy.com.au for tickets. Go hard or go home. Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Tom Ballard, Dave O'Neill and Chris Franklin. Perth, we have a big live show coming up for you Saturday, April the 24th at the Rosemount Hotel. Not many tickets left. It's us doing a huge live podcast with great special guests and a stand-up show. Very, very excited to hit the West. Uh, God, it's going to be great. Absolutely. We've finally got the date in the book. It's happening. It's happening. It's on a Saturday afternoon, so no excuses not to come and have a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be heaps of fun. I've already booked in everything. I'm getting there. Everything. Days early. Days got your, early. Got your whole itinerary down to the minute plan, do you? Uh, itinerary. Yes. Pool. Yep. Peel. Beers. Peel. And that's about it. When do you get there? Thursday morning. Yeah, i got to book mine. I'll probably yeah. do that. Yeah. Slide in Thursday. Yeah. Have a beautiful little Friday. Changed my plans for which hotel I'm staying in, so Errol P. Mosquito oh, is... Uh, trying is, to outsmart uh, even yourself. He's on the run. The game hasn't even begun it, yet. He's, he's, he's already changed hotels. I so love it. Good luck, everyone out there, tracking yeah, him down. Yeah, nice. Um, now, in, people in Melbourne, uh, my show starts this week. My new solo show starts this week. It's uh, Carl Chandler, Please Call Me Carl, Mr. Comedy. was my father, so it's at the Imperial Hotel uh, every night, or... Uh, if you want to hang around after the live podcast on the next two Saturdays, it's immediately after that at the European Beer Cafe uh, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Otherwise, it's uh, 8.15 every night uh, or 7.15 on Sunday. So heaps of new jokes, 150 new jokes, heaps of fucking around. So get around to see that. Nice. Check all that stuff out. LittleDumDumClub.com is where you can find all the links. We'll talk to you more at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum. But until then, enjoy this great new live one. Tom Ballard, Dave O'Neill, and the debut of Chris Franklin. Hey, mates. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow. 
With me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Cheerleader kids. We're here back for another big live episode in Melbourne. Round of applause if you were here last week for our show. Uh, my parents were here in the audience last week, uh, which we talked about during the show, and I found out last night that after the show, uh, my mother went up to Ed Cavalli and said, just got to say, I love watching you on Are You Being Served? So, <laughs> Well, I did notice when he was up here, his pussy was wet. So, <laughs> You could see it pretty accurately from the front row too. <laughs> There's probably some pictures from that cunt right there. Yeah, so. he's at it again. <laughs> Don't film it! <laughs> I mean, we are recording this to release, but yes. don't film us. <laughs> we want it on our terms, okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, hey, um, thank Can you. Can we turn the heater on in here or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. please? <laughs> I mean, I know I say a lot that I miss Kosamui, but... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I might have to start taking clothes off at some point during this. Fuck. The, the... No, stop. <laughs> The, um, the, the, these lights are very hot up here as well, so just so you know. Uh, what the fuck's this? Some, so this is, this is, we go down the rabbit hole of fucking, do we open presents that we've been given on stage? Or yeah. Not? Yes? That just means it's from you. <laughs> right, okay. All right. All right, we have a card here that says, Dear Carl, happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. It's not, but anyway. Um, <laughs> happy Ramadan too, Carl. <laughs> Uh, from us to you for your stand-up promo shots. Oh, this is going to be a visual gag. Oh, yeah, good. okay. This will translate well. Yeah. Hmm. If we ever needed a, a sealed section. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> the first time there's ever a sealed section for lack of quality purposes. <laughs> Why haven't you done this for ten years? <laughs> oh, this is great for my next promo uh, stand-up shots. The, uh, wow. The old Elvis microphone. Cheers. Love it. And also, as you were taking the wrapping off, dust just came yeah. emanating out of the box. Yeah, it really was Elvis's microphone right mm. there. So, cheers. Now, the, the much better present that some... Than another, sorry, I just dropped on the ground. But anyway. <laughs> the much better present that some... I've already taken a peek. I know what it is. Someone has gone to get me two muffins from David Jones. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's not fucking chocolate. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> nice work, whoever that was. There's no chocolate either! <laughs> is, it, is, is this person done this deliberately to fuck you, or are they just fucking stupid? Oh, like, man. It looks like chocolate to me. Yeah, I, I know you love Batman, so here's a mini mouse cup. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. The, the, yeah, I did say, I can see him, he's lit up right, the, that, that yeah. cunt up the back. Uh, they just ruined my... Brunch. Um, What's they, the story? Was this a deliberate prank or was that just all they had? That's all they had. That's oh, all they had. Right. Okay. And you went, this'll do. You also came in as we were setting up and the glee on your face, you're like, I got you some muffins, Carl, and this guy lit up like a Christmas tree. Uh, Fuck, you're excited. I didn't even look. Um, well... We have a guest on later who's doing the show for the first time and I feel like they're up the back now watching this going, what the fuck have I said yes to? Yeah. The little muffin club. Yeah. <laughs> God, you know what? Um, <sighs> Do you, have a, you got to try it. Um, well, what if, what if we do the true test? Because, I mean, I... I you want him to have so, a bite first just to make sure there's nothing dodgy Well, these in are it. so good that the story that I told on the pod, because they were so good I ate them even though they nearly went down a storm drain. Right. 
can we get a can we get a bucket that I can just dunk these into? Yeah, 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 can yeah. We get a, can we get a bucket of water? There? Oh wow! So, Tony, can you bring us over the bucket? We can. <laughs> can you abandon your post yeah, to yeah, help yeah. us do content? Yeah, as if. Oh, awesome! Thank you. Yeah, here Thank we go. You. Lovely. Thank you. Let's just put that near the electrical equipment. Yeah. Um, Right, and then if go. it and then if it doesn't go well, you can dunk your head in it afterwards, yeah. John Law style. Yeah, 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 it's a knockout style. Here we go. Yeah. Fucking uh, hell! There's one <laughs> and two. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Right. And, and so now you're going to eat them. Now someone else is going to eat them. Um, Who wants? Pass to... this on to the bloke up the back that gave me the wrong muffin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is. Who wants to try with a wet muffin just to... Man, that sounds bad. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Bring a bucket and a mop. It is how you being served. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to test how good these wet muffins are? This... Now, I'm looking at the size of you, cunt, so obviously you do want to fucking test Honestly, them. it's that hot in here. I'm amazed no one's into it just because they get a bucket of water. Yeah. <laughs> as well as... Oh, thank God. All right, well, they can soak until someone gets hungry. All right. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, So, yeah, the the comedy festival is on at the moment. My show, uh, Meatball, has done, uh, I think, five nights so far. Has it done four nights? Big business? It has been doing big business. Yeah, Yeah, been doing some numbers. And uh, I have a friend of mine is in the show kind of teching and talking to me on a microphone. Uh, My friend Ben, who some people might know, does the Filthy Casuals podcast with me. He was telling me the other day he was getting the tram in from his house into the city. He was at the tram stop and a guy came up to him and just started making, making chat, just making chat going... Where are you off to, mate? And Ben's like, oh, I'm going into the comedy festival. And he goes, oh, what are you seeing? And he goes, oh, I'm actually, I'm actually sort of taking a show. I'm sort of in a show. And he goes, oh, what show are you in? And Ben goes, oh, Tommy Dasselow. And he goes, Tommy Dasselow? I'm a huge fan of the Dum Dum Club. Wow, you know Tommy. That's amazing. So you just get to, you just get to be around comedians. And, oh, what are they like? What are comedians really like when they're off... Wow, that's so cool that you get to do this. Wow. And Ben's like, yeah, 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 just trying to wrap up the conversation. Ben tells me all this and then the end of the story was he goes, by the way, this man was wearing a moon boot, crutches and had no shirt on. (laughs) 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 Normally at this point I'd ask, is he here tonight? But uh, I think we'd fucking know already. Yeah, Yeah, the staircase is a bit hard to get up. Yeah, exactly. He's he's listening to it piped in down in the basement going, fuck, they're killing up there. Must be nice. Great. Um... I, how's this, uh, yesterday uh, was the Good Friday Appeal uh, on Channel 7. Heard of it? Yeah. Benefited um, from it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's an argument to be made that that's the only reason I'm here today doing this podcast right now. What was that? What? Oh, sorry, I just thought someone started playing the Fast and the Furious through the no, sound pe- system. People started laughing and that threw you off. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, What's that sound? <laughs> ah, the venue's haunted. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, my, my the Good Friday appeal yesterday on Channel Seven. Yep. My wife, don't say her name, made an appearance on it. Oh man, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> that she's, she's twelve. She's, she's eight. <laughs> she's eight. She. They just assumed there was something wrong with her by the look of her husband. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've got a nasty growth here. <laughs> No, but she was on. She was on TV and she, and yep. she was, uh, uh, got heaps of calls and whatever. And I was like, fuck. I mean, we're so used to our guests coming on and then ending up on TV. Yeah. Now my own wife has surpassed my career. Right, right. And did you abuse her for not wearing an I'm Aware t-shirt <laughs> on the Good Friday appeal? You fuck. fucking bitch! How can you do this? Fuck. <laughs> I really fucking should have thought of that. <laughs> fuck. 
fuck, that would have been good. Yeah, no, she was holding up a big check. Oh, wow. Yeah. For how much? Oh, I didn't look. I was looking at her. Oh, right. Uh, Money yeah. doesn't mean much to me. <laughs> Interesting. <Yeah. laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon or you're a cunt. Uh, are you talking about which one of you wants the muffin or... No? It's, it's, it's just sort of oh. check in on how they're looking. It's oh. ripening. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. no. Fuck, actually, yeah. The, uh, the meat is literally dropping off the bone, guys. So. <laughs> that the is, slow cooker we've got up here. That is a bit too wet. That is, that is, that is falling apart. Yeah, no, nah, put it on the ground. That's the better place for it. Oh. Yeah. So you're giving it some time to... Yeah, so now you're actually going to bake it under the lights. Oh, no. Yeah, no, nah, this is all smart stuff, I yeah. reckon. Yeah. Yeah, no, I fucked that. Yeah. Um, Fuck. All right. All right. That's going back in. Oh, no. It's going back in. What a beautiful metaphor for what this show is. Just <laughs> chucking a fallen apart soggy muffin back into a bucket of water. <laughs> bucket of warm water. Yeah. Oh, we don't even need guests, do we? Um, uh, uh, uh. Uh, where do you get your ideas? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, let's get our first guest out here. Folks, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Tom Ballard! Yeah. Hello, everyone! Oh, what better way to spend a 30-degree day. Wow, now there's three muffin tops up here. <laughs> I didn't even get through my first fucking line, you bald little cancer cunt. It's fucking Easter, for God's sakes. A bit of charity. Let a pudgy man roast you before you point out how fat he is. All right. All right, I Give me that fucking that. muffin! <laughs> oh, God, it's so wet! <laughs> See how Bella was repelled by the wet muffin? Um, uh, no, yeah, it is, it is, it is very hot. It, like I mentioned, and, uh, you are up here committing one of the cardinal sins yeah. of comedy, as far as Carl Chandler's concerned. Where is the part two of your trousers? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you only weren't supposed to wear shorts when you did comedy. And... <laughs> I feel we can all agree dum-dums in a very different category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever sort of the per- fuck this is. Performance art of some degree. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Call me Tom. Mr. Shorts is my father. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. But yeah. thanks for laughing, everybody. It's fucking comedy! Yeah. That, is, uh, that is brand recognition. Then recognising the name of my show without buying tickets to it. So. <laughs> How are they going? How are sales going? Not amazing. Yeah, right. Not amazing. Let's, let's just say the other day we put the, uh, uh, the drunk cast on sale. Yeah. And it uh, doubled my sales within one hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, you were telling us you got some feedback about uh, your oh. appearance on the project. Yes, I was on the project this week. Oh. No big deal, guys. Whatever. Uh, my We've man- done that once. Yeah. Yes. They did, so and they've been guests since you guys. Well, it was you and then Katy Perry. Was that no, no, it was us and then that was it. That was it. That mm. was it for God a year. Damn. Well, I was back at the desk and uh, someone at the Spectator, Corinne at the Spectator, did not enjoy my work, which is very weird. If you know the Spectator, they are <laughs> right wing cunts. And um, <laughs> hang on, so you're not right wing? I'm not. No, right, right. I'm the other one. Okay. Right. And uh, <laughs> you know, like in the Senate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you like any wing as long as it's turkey. I think is that right? Yeah. Oh, he did it! <laughs> Don't bring me down with that one. Come on. 
Um, and I made some jokes about how Peter Dutton should get coronavirus and die, and how I was happy when he got coronavirus and died. And this is funny. Just keep in mind, Spectator, like, they're the home of, you know, anti-wokeness and, like, you know, political correctness is killing comedy. So this is her thoughts on my little uh, spot. On Wednesday night's The Project, Tom Ballard decided to throw some jokes around about coronavirus. Just decided. Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Unprompted, he he entered the television studio. He went rogue (laughs) and did comedy. (laughs) This wasn't... These weren't accidental jokes, is what I'm saying. No, it's almost like I prepared them and (laughs) gave them the questions to give me the feed lines. (laughs) He said, a baby got it and it was sad. And then Peter Dutton got it and it was like, wow, it's my hero. I actually want to vote for the virus and I support the work that it's doing. I mean, thank you. I didn't deliver on, that no, well, but you know. No gear on the podcast, please, man. <laughs> 7.50 Melbourne Town Hall. A laughing... <laughs> a laughing Peter Hellier chipped in. Based on, what, on that and my years of knowing you, Tom, you do lean a little bit left, don't you? I have a joke. This is the author now. I have a joke. Remember when the, their ABC acts tonightly with Tom Ballard after just one year? 18 months, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hellier wasn't really left with much choice other than to underscore Ballard's politics. What can you say when someone's just made a joke? When someone's just make a joke about COVID killing people. Terrible editing. If Ballard is such a self-proclaimed fan of the virus and the work that it's doing, perhaps he'd like to move to the US where it's killed over half a million people. Or Brazil where it's killed nearly 320,000 people. Or perhaps India where it's called over, killed over 160,000 people. Maybe he'd like to sit down and talk to families and loved ones of those killed by this Whoa. horrendous, deadly that, virus that, that causes m- agony before death. That makes a good point. <laughs> yeah. You're like history's could... greatest monster. Yeah. This is nearly as bad as the fucking shorts you're wearing up here. <laughs> anyway, next article. Why Daryl Summers is correct about fucking everyone. <laughs> Lighten up. You can't joke about anything anymore, Carl. Is, is there an assumption there that Peter Hellier isn't, like, doesn't share a lot of your like, politics yeah, and stuff? Yeah, why did into it? Famously, <laughs> right-wing Peter Hellier was dragged down by lefty Tom Ballard. It was very confused. Anyway, 750 Bubble Tunnel. Did that just change times? No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Are you, you okay? Was... <laughs> you're hearing the fast and the furious. You're, you're getting times mixed up. having a stroke? Whatever this is. Yeah. Man, that looks really bad now. It looks like a literal puke in a bucket now. I really didn't think this through. Has it ruined the David Jones muffin for... Are you now going to be picturing that when you do have one of the correct muffins? <laughs> this, this, remi- this more reminds me of the drunk cast at this point. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay, we get our second guest out. All right, please welcome back into the little Dum Dum Club, Dave O'Neill! Hey, puffs! There it is, everybody! <laughs> hey, 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 real puff, how are you? <laughs> Please, call me Tom. Mr. Puff was my father. 815 Imperial Hotel. <laughs> Dave, you're looking great, can I say? No, thank you. I'm just here to make Tom look good. <laughs> Am I the fattest guy now on your podcast? <laughs> We've got kind of a Russian doll situation going here, haven't we? Look at me. Oh, look. Lunch is all right. Look at that. I'll probably, I'll probably eat that. It's pre-chewed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's no good. No good. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, oh, all right, maybe I'll. Oh, what have you got? No, no, no. You go. You go if you want to. Whatever. No. What have you got? What have you got health wise? What are you? <laughs> Not a lot of health. Uh, I was in Fisk. Whatever. And uh, 
my wife said it's tragic me wearing this T-shirt, like Peter Garrett wearing a Midnight Oil shirt. But uh, yeah. I said, I was only one episode, so that's worse. You're like the trombone player. Who <laughs> <laughs> comes on for the encore. Like, uh, yeah, how is it merch? So you're wearing a Fisk shirt over like uh, Kitty Flanagan's new sitcom that's yeah. been on for like two weeks. And yeah, they give it to you. Already. They give it to you when you when right. you do go on. But it. what does it say on the back? It says soup, tea, scones, butterscotch, dog, crew. Yeah, that's a joke from the show. Oh right, I didn't know what it meant when they sent it to me. Either. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my wife put it straight in the op shop box. I'm like, no, that's going to be a hit show. Get it out. And uh, but I, I, I did postcards the other day. No fucking T-shirt from them yet. And <laughs> so postcards is what the Channel Nine sort of travel like, show, travel travelogue. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we did behind the scenes of the comedy festival. We came here, Shane Crawford. Was the uh, interviewer? Hawthorne. You went behind the scenes of the comedy festival. Fuck, it was unbelievable. wow! What are comedians really like? <laughs> Where did they come up with their <laughs> ideas? Uh, muffins. I yeah. think they did ask me that. Where yeah. they come up with ideas? Yeah. And it was just like a lot of empty chairs and the cameraman was filming. We filmed here. We yeah. filmed here. Yeah. And then I had to go and do the the all stars at the Palais. You were on. I was. Yeah. You guys don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We were washing our hair. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I was washing my hair. <laughs> Sorry, Susan, can't make it. <laughs> well, I got the like, call up because I got called like two days beforehand for that. The someone stars. That doesn't help them at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I wonder. Fuck, we need someone. Think, yeah. think, yeah. Susan Proven. Think. <laughs> Who could possibly like needs the exposure on national television? <laughs> who's who's going to say hey poofs when they walk on? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I found out Peter Hellier dropped out the day before. That's why I got oh, asked. Right. I just one fat guy, another fat guy. That's basically. good, that's good. Right, right, right-wing comedian for right-wing comedian. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. But anyway, Shane Crawford gave me a lift to the back of the Palais. And all Shane the, Crawford, AFL Hawthorne, footballer. Hawthorne, the premiership player. Yeah. Premiership player. Brownlow, very good. A yeah. Hawk supporter. I didn't know who the fuck he was, but anyway. <laughs> why's Ken Doll turned up? He's like Ken yeah. with a... No, I, I, love that, I love that you know more about Barbie than football. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he gave me a lift at the back of the Palais, and I got out. And Brett Blake and some of the comedians were sitting around. And Brett Blake goes, "Oh, fucking look at you, man Brett of the Blake people. and some of the comedians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two separate things." Yeah. Well, I thought he was delivering something, or you know, like. He looks like a delivery man. Yeah, Big yeah, gig yeah. for you, mate, doing the lighting for this. Yeah. <laughs> really impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Brett Blake goes, oh, look at you fucking man of the people sitting up front with your Uber driver. I said, mate, that's not an Uber driver. That's Shane Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> they said, who's that? And he said, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Brownlow player. And, uh, how did a Shane... Brownlow player. He Brownlow played player. for the Brownlow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're a very good team. They win every year. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, they're very good. They only get one new player every year. So, yeah. And how did uh, Shane Crawford spot on the gala go? Did he do that? <laughs> yeah, he killed, man. Yeah, yeah. Got some of Sam Newman's material. Because yeah. he's... Is <laughs> <laughs> working or what? Um, he used to fill in for, for Sam Newman, he was telling me. He used to do street talk when Sam wasn't available. Because right. Sam refused to go to Footscray anymore. Because right. he, got, <laughs> he got too much abuse in Footscray. <laughs> It's a red zone. I can't go here. It's a red zone. (laughs) Anyway, we've got another guest. Yeah, let's get our final guest out here. Folks, uh, his first time on the show, uh, he's got some ripper stories. We're very excited to have him We've been asking him for ages and uh, he hasn't had time. We haven't had time, so we're really looking forward to this. Uh, Folks, please welcome into the little dum-dum club, Chris the Bloke Franklin. Yeah. I went to get Chris a beer before the show started. I said, what do you want? You said, just the closest thing to VB that they have. And I've never <laughs> been more stressed getting an order in my fucking life. 
You want to come what? back? They've got this one from Norway. It's got some nice fruity hops yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, What's the bogan country in Europe? <laughs> Belgium, probably. Yeah, Belgium. Belgium. Belgium? Yeah. Is, it, is Belgium the most bo- bogan country in oh, Europe? Yeah, the be- oh yeah. Oh no, Russia maybe. Right. The, the oh, Germans good. like their beer. Oh, the Germans. Yeah, oh, they're Germans. the bogans. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the there you go. Right. I saw them start a fight at the Disneyland line in Paris. Yeah, the Germans start a fight. They started fighting where? In the queue to get into Disney Euro Disney. Oh really? Yeah, they started a fight. With you saw the German French bogans fight. punch on in, <laughs> in Euro <laughs> Disney. They've got mullets and everything. The German bogans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of beers, but nothing like BB over there. Right. Right. Mm, lucky mm. them. Yeah. It's really, it is genuinely this. your favourite beer in the world, BB. It is. I only drink VB or JD. I only drink fucking spell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm putting a band. No gear on the podcast. Oh, right. <laughs> I've never done that joke on stage. So there you go. Oh, really? oh, right. Fantastic. Right. It's an exclusive. You, I think you're I'm a... Try, trying to get this out. I've, I've got a present, but I'm a bit concerned because it doesn't have chocolate in it. Like, <laughs> no. And I've seen what happens. But um, What is it? That's a cookie my partner made that's come over from... Uh, Tasmania, yeah. That is the world's smallest fucking cookie. No, it's only a little piece of it because I, uh, it doesn't have chocolate in it, but it might have some other... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Be careful, Carl. Do it! Do it! I'll leave it if you don't want it. Yeah, you have it, you have it. I don't trust myself. Whoa! Space cookie. Nice. <laughs> When you hey. said it's got stuff that's not chocolate, you meant like nougat, right? Just right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. nuts, right. nuts. Be cool, yeah. Oats yeah. and things. It's, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's an Anzac biscuit. Right. <laughs> Imagine Gallipoli with those. Yeah. That would no. be. Yeah, it makes you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. There's a donkey, bro. This is too heavy, man. Am I the donkey? This is intense. Is that a machine gun? What is that, dude? <laughs> Are they Turks coming over the hill? I don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> They would have had a, anyway. What a better outcome. What, what's yeah. wrong with it? Was this too soon for Anzac beer? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking lefty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, yeah, first time doing the podcast. Like we said, we've we've tried to tee this up before. When you've been in Melbourne, it's never quite worked out time wise. Um, when you walked in, I think you. Is it fair to say you're a little? Um, you're excited to do this pod. You're pumped up to do it. That's very, very flattering. So. Um, and, and yeah, we're very excited to have you here. But I think you were a little maybe uh, trepidatious about the, the audience because you said, I haven't worn the flanny today. I walked in and said, there is a room full of fucking nerds here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tidied it up, but yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, is yeah. what you said. <laughs> to be fair, I think everyone's a nerd compared to you. <laughs> I, I just, uh, you all listen to this podcast, do you? Is that, 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 <laughs> Basically, I think so, I, yeah. I've had half an hour listening to it from over there and I'm going, what the fuck are they getting out of this? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you have, Chris? A Nokia 2210? Or what do you <laughs> <laughs> used to rock at the old school? Yeah. I've got the one on the wall in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are our first guest that's been on the show that's had a number one single. Wow. Because yeah. yeah. we can't get the fucking avalanches, so we've got Chris Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> first person with a number one single, or maybe even the anywhere close to a thing. Cause you, so what year was your... You got a number one single with 2000 Bloke? 2000 blo- uh, with Bloke in 2000. Yeah, 2000. went to number one. Yeah, yeah nice mm-hmm. one. And but, but Dave, did Captain Coco ever make it to number <laughs> one? Yeah. Mate, you know the name of my band was Noiseworks. So, <laughs> um, 
no, we, we put out a record. We, we never went number one. Right. No, no, no. I saw the guy from the record company selling records at the market about a month later. So, oh, really? Yeah, he wasn't doing well. <laughs> he had some kind of breakdown, I believe. They had a huge hit after they sacked the bass player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me. But you, 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 it was basically your song was a parody of Mer- Meredith Brooks, was it? Yeah, Meredith Brooks yeah, Bitch. Yeah. Did you ever speak to her? Or No, what, what happened was... Um, I was doing a show at the ESPY and someone I, I finished with the song. Someone from EMI was in the audience who yeah. came over and said, um, we want to record your song. And I went, you're fucking joking. Aren't you? <laughs> Have you heard me? And, um, <laughs> they, they, um, the head of EMI Australia in Sydney is a fella called Tony Barlow. Flew to America and, and the UK. Doesn't he, do the, doesn't he supply the shoes on Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> <laughs> He's moved up. <laughs> Did he get demoted after signing you? (laughs) (laughs) He he flew and spoke both to Meredith Brooks and uh, she wrote the lyrics and uh, Shelley Peakin from uh, the UK, I think she was, wrote the music. Uh, Meredith said, yeah, she didn't understand the song at all. Right. (laughs) Shelley said, my music's art. It's like a portrait you hang on the wall and I I don't want to desecrate it like that. And he came back and told me that and I said, go back and tell her I've gone over a masterpiece in crayon and I didn't stay within the line. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. <laughs> he went back and um, uh, suggested to her what, what, they, what their figures said this song might make in Australia, and she went, fuck art. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So did, did you... Was, this was back when music made money, like when putting out yeah. albums and stuff made money. There, there was instruments in it and everything. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is what I've heard. So that's, so that's 20, 21 years ago now. This is what I've heard. I've heard a lot of comedians say that when they're on tour with you, they end up going to a pub and drinking, and then you find a jukebox, you find a karaoke night, find your own song, and then <laughs> sing along to your own song. <laughs> well, Apple. no, not quite his own song. He finds <laughs> someone else's song and fucks it up over the top of it. Karaoke, it doesn't have to be my song. I can put bitch on because the words don't come out in the, with the music. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you just do the different yeah. lyrics. Yeah, I do awesome. look for bloke, though, because if it is my song, Apra pay me half a cent every time I get Again, it sounds like my comedy festival show. So, um, <laughs> um, now uh, this is uh, this is another thing. Like a lot of this stuff, I haven't brought up with you because I, I wanted to save it for the podcast. But I've heard that you you have a, you you had a very certain medical condition that is extremely oh, extremely rare. Yeah. Extremely rare. Yes, I had AIDS twice. No, uh, no, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> G'day, Puffs! <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> now, this is amazing. This is amazing. I, I caught scurvy many years ago. Um, Which is first fleet. That's first fleet stuff. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. The, I was in Sydney at the time. The doctor I saw said, it looks like scurvy, but it can't be. There hasn't been a case for a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that you caught it is a bit rich. Yeah. <laughs> you what? inflicted it upon yourself. Yeah. What Did you go on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? I, I, I was... <laughs> Right from the start, all right. I was drinking so heavily, I, uh, I decided that uh, most animals were carnivores or herbivores and we needed to pick a fucking team. Mm-hmm. And I, I chose carnivore and only ate meat for two years, basically. Right. Yeah. Oh. Wow. A, for these people to be amazed at a yeah. diet is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you ate uh, meat that's so unhealthy. You should exclusively eat wet muffins to maintain <laughs> a healthy diet. <laughs> you need balance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you treat scurvy? How do you treat it? Uh, huge shots of vitamin C, basically, oh, to get yeah. you back to normal. It, 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 
it presented as um, bleeding gums and I had scabs all over. I don't know if you can see the pigment gone out of my arms. Oh, oh wow. There. More yeah. visual stuff that the folks at home yeah. are missing yeah. out yeah. on. Yeah. Come to the show, guys. They, sh- they should have come to the live show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What does it feel like, I guess? What does it feel like? There's Painful. Something? Yep. Yeah. Good. yeah. Man, there's some good jokes here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep digging if you guys are yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. So you have giant shots. So did, but you, did you also start eating fruit? Well, what happened was... I... <laughs> so that's no, a, that's you're not a, a no. fucking bitch, am I right, mate? You're not a bloody Sheila with a fucking faggot fruit. I, I, well. I was drinking that heavily. When the doctor said you need a lot of vitamin C, what I heard him say was you've got to stop drinking beer and start drinking vodka and orange. <laughs> <laughs> oh. nice. It didn't work. Are you, are you in a medical journal or anything uh, like that? I don't know. It'll be recorded somewhere. Uh, my favourite was the doctor. He, I went in and saw him. He said, looks like scurvy, can't be. I'll do some tests, come back in a week. I went back a week later and his medical diagnosis was, it fucking is. <laughs> Would have loved to see you popping up on the Good Friday appeal that year. <laughs> Folks, we've got this rare case. No one's seen it yeah. in decades and decades. This 49-year-old poor little boy with scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him in your thoughts, guys. <laughs> with a Jack Daniel in my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give so he may drink. Yeah. <laughs> were you worried about COVID or you were like, fuck it? Yeah, yeah. My body's seen some shit. <laughs> Ground zero. That's great. Uh, what else? What else? I've got a story about you that I've heard. I would love to hear from the. Uh... I am terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Legend was that you and another comedian had a big night at the festival club during Melbourne Comedy Festival. Uh, you have drinking all night, having a great old time. You end up in the gutter outside the festival club. I think you fell, hit your teeth, started bleeding out of your mouth. All over I, a muffin. You, I can. Cr- oh, you, do you want me to go with this story? You look. Oh yeah. You looked up. There were police officers that come over and see if you're right, and you said, "It's all right, officers. We're comedians." Yeah, <laughs> close. It wasn't my line. And what happened was, uh, we'd come out of the festival club. We were heading to the Exford Hotel. Who's we? Who was it? Who uh, there was myself, a comedian oh. called Beb Kalik, um, oh, and, and about twelve disciples of mine with mullets that were just fans following me. <laughs> and, um, the, the scurvy bunch. Yeah. <laughs> scurvy do. <anyway. laughs> <laughs> scurvy, Fucking scurvy. hell Scurvy Scurvy Doo Where are you? Scurvy Doo <laughs> You know like Scooby Doo like It's getting a round of it's applause It's getting a round of applause for some reason <laughs> you should no, do. I'm going home, yeah. fuck this What's the point? Yeah. I told you they were the nerds real, the, real, the real mystery machine is why you cunts like that joke <laughs> <laughs> We would have got away with it if it wasn't for medical science <laughs> Damn those oranges for turning up <laughs> Sorry, right. You and 12 mulleted disciples, you leaving the festival club, going to the Exford. A thong has come off my foot because I'm staggering so much. Of course. Ooh. Bev Kellick spotted it, bent down in front of me to pick it up. I just went straight over the top of her, face planted in Little Burke Street. I was that drunk I didn't even put my hands down. I just went straight on... And as that happened, there was a police car coming down Little Burke Street who screeched to a halt and was that close that they actually thought they'd hit me. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to get up at this stage, rather drunk and a bit dizzy from the the head knock. And as I've got to about here, they've rushedly opened the door and belted me in the head. I've gone down again. (laughs) Hey, bloke lives matter, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Bloke lives matter. Oh, oh yes. that's better than Scurvy Doo. Come, Come on. on. 
It was Bev Kellick who then said to the cops, it's all right, we're comedians. We're comedians. Right. Right. That I, will get you out of anything, anybody. I, I responded with, well, it's fucking obvious we're not street performers. <laughs> <laughs> At which point, Bev starts laughing. Um, she's had a couple of kids and she actually pissed herself. Oh. <laughs> Familiar then, story. Then apologises. Let's not blame that on the kids in this case, I think. <laughs> then apologises to the police... <laughs> Because she had asparagus sandwiches that day for lunch. Oh, no. <laughs> and I've turned to these two 12 oh. year old looking She's police not officers. Get yeah. Eating asparagus. Go on. I've turned to the two coppers and said, um, uh, Who the fuck has asparagus sandwiches? <laughs> right? These two cops have gone, We really don't want to know about this. Got in their car <laughs> and fucked yeah. off. I've got to say, T- too much for the paperwork. thing you're in in this story, that is a crystal clear memory thing you've got. <laughs> I've, I've been told it many times. <laughs> it was read to you in court. <laughs> I, I got to the door at the Exford and the bouncers are standing there. I've got blood all over my face and all over my t shirt. Oh my God, don't tell me that the Exford didn't let someone in. <laughs> Don't believe it. Very yeah. politely said, not tonight. Chris. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, yeah. There wow, you go. Wow. So there's a time for everything to happen. Cheers. Wow. Get that on fucking postcards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll ring Croft now. Croft. That's yeah, how what? bad I looked. The Exford didn't let me in. Yeah. 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 Do people know? Most people in this room probably know the Exford. Yeah. It's up the road. Chris, during the lockdown. Yeah, the Exford is like the worst pub in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Melbourne. it's been there for, a- for ages. And uh, yeah, I love during the lockdown, uh, Chris, you were constantly on Facebook going... God, I, I hope the lockdown ends soon so I can get back to Melbourne and go to the Exford, the best pub in the country. It's the greatest pub in the known universe. It's, <laughs> it's worse than the virus. <laughs> I could stay in any hotel in the city and I'm staying in a, a room upstairs in the Exford where the showers don't work at the end of the hall. I've, I've been to a gig at the Exford where someone got stabbed and the show kept going. Yeah. <laughs> I host my show there every night of the festival. Uh, it's, yeah, and, and there's been several times where someone's been stabbed in the accident. Uh, you know, we laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> not again. Yeah. Yeah. Still not as bad as uh, Scooby Doo, but anyway. Quite <laughs> Love that. It Speaking killed. of court, though, what about the time where the judge knew you when you had to go to court? To some... Also, by the way, this is how much you've drunk over the years. We're reminding you of what's happened in your life. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're in court. I'd, I'd, I'd had a, a, a relationship breakdown on Magnetic Island where I was living. Um, my partner had been unfaithful. I'd, I'd, I'd moved out and then was drunk and thought, no, fuck it, that's my house. And I, I broke back in and I, I'd recently renovated the bathroom so I decided to unrenovate that while I was... <laughs> <laughs> what? what? So, so it's not like changing rooms. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I was changing them back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have that sink. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was there in, in bed with my ex-wife Who's at the time. Uh, uh, the the, the person, person she was seeing. The, and, uh, Cross. the, the bedroom Cross. was on the second floor. <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. <laughs> you know I've had a cookie, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's sorry. right. That's I, right sorry. I don't know yeah. what the fuck's going <laughs> on here. Shout moment. out random names in the middle of yeah. my story. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So, so you, you unrenovated. Yeah, well, I, I'd had a bit of a grapple with him. He went over the balcony, missed oh, the pool fucking hell. about that much. Jesus Christ. Um, this has I, all been settled in court, hasn't it? So yeah, we're not yeah, liable yeah. or anything? Yeah. I was on Magnetic Island, so I'm... I'm oh, that's okay. Then. I'm not... <laughs> what I'm saying is... It was overseas. I, I it's in international waters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like a cruise ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What I'm saying is I knew I wasn't getting away from the police. I was on an island right, late right, at night. Right, right. So I went downstairs and got one of his beers out of my fridge and sat on the veranda <laughs> and waited for the police to come. They took me away. They were all very pleasant. Eventually went to court and I had a, a barrister at the time and he said, bring your toothbrush the best I can do for you is three months. You're on 17 jailable offences. Oh, 17? Wow. Yeah. What, like what? What are there the other Oh, there's there a, a sink, a salt, basin. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the mirror. The cistern. Yeah. The Scooby-Doo joke. Scooby-Doo. Because I'd moved out of my own home, it was breaking and entering. Right, there was right. assault. There was... Yeah. Actually, I shouldn't damage. have asked. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's only four. I'll go through them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. We go to court. Um, there's a 70-year-old judge in there. He's working on a bit of paper. And he looks up and he goes, oh, it is you. And it, he knew me from the bloke song. He was a fan. It, 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 we're to and fro and having a few jokes and things. And, and the, the prosecuting police woman was getting quite angry. She said, Your Honour, these are very serious charges. One of them's breaking and entering. And the judge said... It was his own fucking house. Like, <laughs> put the fucking in there and everything. It, it, it'll be on the... Yeah. Oh, of course, because the judge would have had his own mullet. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, scurvy, there scurvy, do. Scurvy, do. Just a distant memory now. <laughs> that's great, Carl. That's going to that's gonna be your life one day. You walking into court and the judge coming up and going, I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> Do duck sandwich. <laughs> so you got off, or you, what happened? What happened was uh, I ended up. Uh, he hit the gavel down and said um, two years probation. And then my barrister spoke for the very first time through the whole thing and said, "Your Honour, my client occasionally works overseas, and a criminal conviction may jeopardise that." And he went fair enough. Hit it down again and said, two years probation, no conviction recorded." Gee. Oh wow. The system works. <laughs> yeah. Your Honour, he, he has a gig at the Exford next week. <laughs> Case dismissed. That's its own punishment. You're on thin ice, Barrister, but I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. He could be a, getting stabbed next week. A week after that court case, I was booked to do some shows for the troops in the Middle East. And um, uh, I rang the uh, colonel in Canberra and said, look, I'm on probation. I've got paperwork to fill in or whatever. And... They've rang the Townsville uh, probation and parole office and said, uh, Chris Franklin's coming to the Middle East with us. And they said, that's not going to happen. We, we haven't got enough days to do the paperwork. And the colonel said, uh, I'm with the ADF. Our little organisation's a little bit larger than Townsville parole and probation. And if you don't have enough days to do the paperwork, I suggest you start working nights. <laughs> uh. Dave, I spoke to the colonel last night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Beat me to it, you motherfucker. There you go. That's why he's on Spix and Spix and you ain't. Fuck. Spix, you want a regular base? <laughs> Yeehaw. Bring back Zinger Burgers, you fucker. Um, they're still available anyway. What Right, so... I'm sorry, but it's, it's just so tempting to just hit the greatest hits on the Chris Franklin jukebox. <laughs> yes. We just want to he- hear these fucking stories we've heard a little glimpse of. Now, you're wearing that shirt, which is... Uh, it's an eloquent blues and roots. You, you oh, the play Danny Ute Muster. The, the, no, it's not the Ute Muster. Oh, not the Ute Muster. No. It's oh, a blues and roots. It's a music festival, which is like... Are there know, two events in Daniloquent? Well, there was. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! But this one only lasted two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I was going to say you, you're about to get on the phone to your management, going, <laughs> "Why have I been booked? Why aren't I up there? Yeah. Exactly." Um, so zone you, four, is it? That's, <laughs> what's, the, what's the high school in Denny? Yeah, oh, Denny what's a nightclub? 
nightclub. Can't own the nightclub in Denny. It'd be like a shooters or something like that. Wouldn't yeah, it? shooters. Something like that. Yeah, be a lot of uh, uh, phone parties there, I reckon. Um, so. You, I mean, that's a bit of a poison chalice doing comedy at a music festival. I, I never did comedy so much. I was employed by Chug Entertainment just to introduce the bands. They had a transportable oh, out the back. Oh, you're an MC? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, transportable right. out the back. Someone employed for the two days just to write a paragraph on each band and I'd just recite that to bring them on, basically. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, So you, you didn't, didn't do any comedy at all? I wasn't allowed to. And, and 10,000... You weren't people, allowed to? No, I just had to stick to that script. Every time I went out, 10,000 people recognised me and just started chanting, Sing Bloke! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't right. fucking allowed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid I'm not allowed to at this music festival. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> music, we're not, this is not the right time or place for music, OK, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of respect. Over, over the two years, I introduced Chris Isaac, uh, Bonnie Raitt, uh, Bob Marley's Original Wailers, the Doobie Brothers. Wow. Um, All right, mate. Yeah, there was fucking... <laughs> Costello. They've all been on the pod. Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Elvis Costello. Elvis, yeah. Chandler loved Elvis yeah. Costello. Did you meet him? Or? Yeah. Oh, I had dinner with him in the in the oh. catering tent at the back and, ah. and saw him three times that week. Oh. After the festival finished, he invited me to his show down here in ah. Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Then you fell out when he fucked your wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> Was her name Alison? <laughs> Sad that so many people didn't get that. Uh, I got it. Um, um, yeah, what, so who are, what status quo? Status quo? Status quo headlined the first year, and I think that's where you're trying yes. to get to with this. Yes. Um, I yeah, I was being delicate. This cunt's blunt. I've <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got my little paragraph. The band before status quo are finishing on the other stage. I've got to walk out and, and say this: they've sold 500 million records worldwide. They've done this, they've done that, whatever. Please welcome status quo. And just as I'm about to go out, their little English tour manager said, mate, when you introduce status quo... Or do you not use the words status quo? <laughs> it's a bit hard. I said, what the... F-? He said, legal issues, mate. Uh, one of the band members owns a name. not here with the band. Um, oh. All their merch said the mighty quo. They just had SQ on the drum kit. Yeah, all right. of that sort of thing. Wow. And then the roadies pushed me out in front of 10,000 people. Well, I've just had that in my ear and I'm going, what the fuck? What? I walked out and said, ladies and gentlemen, here's them cunts from the Coles commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I walk back off down, stage. Down, down, your wage is going down. <laughs> walk back off stage. Says, little English tour managers just going, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't say their name, mate. <laughs> a roadie's grabbed me and gone, Michael Chug wants to see you at his office. Uh, so I've he's the big promoter, the big yeah, boss. Yeah. Yeah. I've just done two 11-hour days and I'm thinking I'm not getting paid for this now. Just By the way, 11-hour days, reading out three lines an hour. But... And drinking piss. Working on stage for 11 hours without drinking piss until I've done the last act each oh, day. So that brutal. Was, it was a brutal. big effort for brutal. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the scurvy's kicking in, you know. <laughs> that's, <laughs> really, that's your version of Dry July, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> They're making you eat oranges on stage. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah. The Denny Blues and Roots. Dry July, yeah. <laughs> I go into Michael Chuck's office thinking, I'm fucked here. And he said... Firstly, thanks for that, mate. That little prick's been giving me the shits for fucking 12 hours. Right. He said, here's your beer, and before you open that, sign that. I said, what's that? He said, that's your contract for next year. Fuck yeah. Heartwarming stuff. (laughs) What a bloody great country it is. (laughs) Love the arts. (laughs) What are we... Oh. It's not the time I introduced Shudo Echo, the Franks and Roll Scouting ring. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Can't go into it. 
<laughs> Were you allowed to use their name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there's still one original member left. Brian Cannon, the lead singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Play Funky Town, you can't. Anyway, that's about... Um, <laughs> no, we supported them when I was in a band in the 80s. And mm. they... It was, at a, it was at the Franks and Roller Skating Rink. And they all used their hair dry at the same time. And the power went out. <laughs> Is that actually true? That's a true story. Wow. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, we got to wrap up soon. Yeah, we got yeah, time yeah. for we got time for one more, one, one or two yeah. more, one or two one more. more. What, what do we got? Have you got anything like I literally I don't know if you've got anything good from this dark subject matter, but have you got anything from actually being in jail? Because <laughs> <laughs> look, it's your, it's your son ringing. It's Brett Blake. His <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> dad turned up. I did a show here with Brett Blake last night, and it was like I was in one of those booper ads, you know, the yeah. before and after. Yeah, yeah. But which was which? <laughs> Thank God you hadn't had the cookie just before that one. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking lost your mind. <laughs> By the way, you're looking great. Thank you. We only see each other around festival yeah, time, yeah, yeah. and and it's obviously two years since there's been a festival. Yeah. But you, you're getting smaller and smaller every time I see you. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah, Next he's, year he's, I won't be here. He's he's in he's in remission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I've oh. moved away from that subject matter very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Are those all the comments you have about the physical appearance of everybody else on stage? Yeah. I'm still fat, yeah. yeah. I love your shorts, Tom. <laughs> Whatever, you faggot. Stop looking at my legs. Hey, poof. <laughs> scabby, scabby, dude. How come we've only got half the lights on it, so it's not quite warm enough? Yeah, up here. Oh, my God. It is roasting in here. I'm sorry. Losing I'm kilos sorry. is good. I, like I, I, it. I noticed you only got hot once I brought up jail, but anyway. Um. <laughs> well, it's probably not a lot of fun in jail, is it? Oh. Has anyone here been... It, it is what you I've make of gigs. it. I've done, I've done gigs in jail, and they're not having a great time, but... Because they know you get to go home, you fucking... <laughs> The guys that don't mention your kids are all homesick or your wife. Don't mention any of that shit. Just right. The, was that, is that how you explain it? You got booked for a gig in jail for like six months? <laughs> 18. <laughs> how long am I doing? 20 minutes with good behaviour. <laughs> no, 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 none of the guards had guns when I did a gig. No, no one has a gun in Australian jail. So it's just no, like a, it's because a, generally the prisoners don't have weapons either. Oh. <laughs> It's just like a woman you went in there with a few bombs, though, I think. Bloke, lives matter. I did a gig in a... In a uh, You've done jails. A, a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who books that? Uh, yes, I did a, a gig. A friend of mine runs like you know comedy gigs uh, in a, in a um, prison in uh, WA, and it's a bunch of young young dudes. And they they watch they, when they get to watch comedy. They, they knew everything about the Melbourne comedy scene because they watched like comedy up late. They knew Nathan. Watch TV Valvo a lot. And they, all these, TV, they loved yeah. it. And I, yeah, I was talking to a guy. and He's like, yeah, man, I, yeah, Nate Valvo's spot was good this year, and then was also good like Joel Creasy, all this stuff. And I said, man, you know everything about the Melbourne comedy scene. And he just said, yeah, I'm in most nights. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's actually how we met. Um, <laughs> and you've come a long way and you're doing really well. Don't get stuck I, in with that old crowd again, Chris. <laughs> I, I just felt like a well, special that, that needs old, kid then. That old crowd like chops and beef. 
mongoose. Mongoose. You're doing very well. Very okay. well. <laughs> Am I the special need kids of, of the podcast? No, 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 no. We've just been running gigs and stuff for a week. We've got nothing to fucking talk right. about. So we thought we'd get someone in with fucking one million stories. Yeah, and then get him. Oh, it was my own choice to have a cookie at the start. <laughs> and you're going, and what about when this happened? I go, wow, when did that happen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else? I was trying to. I'm trying to make a list of all my fucking, all the all the little things I've heard over the years. All is the Chris it? Franklin greatest hits. Yeah. Fuck. Is there anything? <laughs> well, I remember we did a gig in Geelong once. We were doing a benefit for a sick child or something like that, and you were just there because your sister lives there. Yeah. And you rang up and you said, "Can I go on?" You asked to go on at a benefit in Geelong, and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck. You can headline if you want." <laughs> and me and Brad Oaks did the gig, and it was one of those classic with people all over the shop, you know, and the kid was sitting down the front, and uh, which makes it hard. And, uh, oh, best we- night of my life, though, guys. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we raised a lot of money for young Tommy, and um, we, 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 as we drove out, we could hear you on stage singing and stuff, and we rang you 24 hours later, and you were still in the pub. <laughs> yeah, I en- ended up drinking with a guy from Geelong who owned a concrete company. Yeah. And he- Clang. <laughs> t- took me on his helicopter somewhere to drink at another pub. And we- we went took to me on a helicopter <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I- what? Listen, ask the details. Well, I don't get to the Bellarine Peninsula much, and it was somewhere <laughs> out there. Yeah. Just went to another pub in his helicopter and came back to the fucking one there. And I think I slept at his house the next night after that as well. He had a spare room. Yeah, I just... Fuck, it might have been a benefit gig, but you've cleaned up out of here. That's great. <laughs> you got a fucking helicopter, helicopter ride. ride. Calm, yeah. That was the kids make a wish. You wanted a fucking helicopter ride. <laughs> that, that's how drunk I was. I'm shit scared of flying. And, and I got in a fucking helicopter. <laughs> fucking Tommy didn't get a ride in a helicopter, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I would bet 200 bucks that you did not go in a helicopter at all. <laughs> You, you went, went in a noisy taxi. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought, fuck, bro, yeah. I'm fucking fine, man. <laughs> you went to Wally's got, World in another morning. Hit, hit in the head with the cop car again and went, oh, I'm in MASH. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we better wrap it up. we yeah, got to uh, wrap up this episode. A little Dum Dum Club. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause. Dave O'Neill, Tom Ballard, yeah. Chris the Bloke Franklin. Thanks very much for listening at home and we'll see you next time. See you later. And they've done it again. Wow. Well, one of them doing it for the first time. Yes. Bernie's kicked the top. Mm -hmm. Uh, Straight over the wheat silo. Uh, First time guest... Uh, Chris Franklin, um, and uh, look, you know, looking at the lineup of the guests we had, it's it's certainly an, in, an indication of what uh, COVID has done to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a Melbourne live mm-hmm. podcast at this time of year and not having uh, huge international guests or whatever. Yep, but had uh, uh, had Kyle Canaan booked in for the second live one this time last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the bloke of America, yeah. Kyle Canaan. Not, not only, not, it's not too far off. It's not, is yeah. it? Not only um, did we not have access to a lot of international guests, um, apparently COVID's also affected the uh, 
the, the phones of a lot of people we know around town yeah. as well. Um, they're, they're, I don't know whether phones can get COVID or not, but they mm-hmm. certainly weren't uh, responding to text messages. Well, maybe a lot of people have it and they're just the respiratory. Oh. Know, they can't even pick up and talk on the phone. They can't, don't have the, the energy to pick up the phone. Bending down and picking up the mobile right. might, might make them pass out. Right, right. Just uh, just That's that's one of the main side effects of, uh, of COVID, leaving people on red. Yes. Is that right? <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, yeah, great to finally have uh, uh, the bloke in because as we mentioned on the episode, we have tried to – he doesn't live in Melbourne. He lives in Tasmania. We've tried to tee it up a couple of times when he's come up to do gigs and whatnot, but it's never quite worked out. Mm. So, uh, yeah, he came in locked – as we were saying beforehand, very nice to have someone come in who is actually pumped up to do the show. Yes. Excited and sort of a bit flattered to be asked. Yes. Instead of someone just going, okay, I guess I'll do you the favour yep. of getting there late and then sitting there and listening and not saying a goddamn thing. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I felt a little bit guilty just playing the Chris Franklin jukebox there, but it's like, fuck. It's Hot like, court. It, it was, yeah. yeah it, was, it's, it was like being in a pub and like going, oh, fuck, tell us another one. Right, right. Yeah. Not only have I done nothing in the last two weeks, I've never done anything. Yeah. I don't have a life. <laughs> I've never been to jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the time of recording. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, mm, interesting, yep, yep, me neither, uh, asterisk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, Chris was a great sport, he, also, that biscuit he ate halfway through the uh, show, I saw him afterwards and he was like, yeah, you should be really glad you didn't eat that, by the way. Right, right, yeah, I as I was talking to him afterwards and saying, oh, thanks so much for doing it and everything, you were so great. And he was kind of looking at me with like a, a sort of a bit of a, just kind of a stunned look on his face. And I kept forgetting that he'd had the, the cookie. I, yeah. And I was like, oh, did he not have a good time? Like, yeah. is he, like, why is he being all? Yeah. And then re- remembering like, oh no, he's off his fucking head. Yep. yep. Um, also, oh, a little, little uh, addendum to the episode. So we didn't know this while the show was on, but as we mentioned in the episode, it was quite hot up there. And someone fainted. Oh, yes. Someone fainted up the back of the room yes. because it was so hot. So yep. at the end, we were about to say, everyone leave down the back stairs. <laughs> and then our door guy was like, they can't. The ambulance are there. Someone's blocking it. Someone's blocking it. Yeah. Passed out. Mm. Um, and so then it takes a little while to kind of, you know, for that to... The, the person who fainted was fine. Like, they did get up and they were able to, like, walk out of the venue. I think just dehydrated or whatever it was. Overcome by amazing comedy, maybe. Well, that's it. So then as they were leaving, I kind of was, like, talking to the people that they were with, mm. like their friends who were sort of taking care of this person. And they were like, yep, she's all good now. She's walking down the stairs. I'm like, oh, great. And the guy goes, it was the scurvy dude joke that did it to her. <laughs> so there you go. Fantastic great. stuff. Great, great. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know until well after the show where the whole room was empty and, all, and there was still a few people. And it's like I was on the verge You're of like, going, Get can the you fuck, fuck off? <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> what, are your legs not work? <laughs> um, but, but, uh, yeah, great fun, great fun afternoon. And, uh, yeah, Chris, great great sport letting us just have our wicked way with all of yes. his, uh, with his entire life. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and well done the way he skirted around the uh, jail. Uh, request jail story request absolutely yeah uh, yep. put a big old detour around that one <laughs> yep <laughs> anyway next time fair enough I suppose yeah, yeah. maybe that's more of a studio episode discussion yes yeah maybe that's it he didn't want to get up there and do Oz live yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but um, no um, yeah, he was rap with that and that's great and that'd be that, great if he did a solo show all about prison and he called it The Boy From Oz oh it's made to look like the HBO series that's cover. good yeah. The Other Oz yeah. very good um <laughs> Surely that should be a like a gay porno. The boy from Oz. Yeah, yeah. Peter Allen, Peter Allen in jail. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind this at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is is this is I this still, funny fellas still, territory or is yeah, it too good? <laughs> yeah. I still call your asshole home. There we go. Yes. There we go. Um, and, of course, a little plug <laughs> off the back of that too. Everyone that was in the show, go, if you're in Melbourne, uh, go and see the Comedy Festival show. Tom Ballard is in, what's he called? What's his name? It's called, his show called. Can't remember. Um, we are all in this. We are all in this. Yeah. Uh, go and see him. Dave O'Neill is uh, is on this week and next week at the time of recording with um, Generation, Generation XXL. XXL. Yep. And uh, Chris Franklin is holding court at 10.30 every night in the Exford Hotel at a at a really... Really rough, basically, slightly curated open mic. Yes. So if you want, if you're enchanted by Chris Franklin off the back of this episode, you can come and see him MC the worst gig of all time every night for the next couple of weeks. Yes, and I think he's is definitely free someone entry. Who, he was he was saying yeah it is he is someone who he was saying has has felt a little bit like you know about this like oh why haven't why haven't I ever done it you know seeing all these other people that have been on like how come I've never been asked to do it but I also think he's someone who is like enough out of the world of podcasting that maybe he doesn't quite, you know, understand the reach of something like this. Right. So if you do go and see him at the worst <laughs> open mic in the worst bar in the city yep. at 10.30pm yep. during the comedy festival. In the, in the official stabathon of the festival. It, yeah, exactly. Yep. And have a beer afterwards. Go up and let him know that you liked him on oh, yeah. this. He'll, I'm sure he'd be rapt to hear it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Maybe no. he doesn't quite understand, like, the, the reach of it. and uh, you Absolutely. Know. If you're in Melbourne, and uh, because it, I think it starts at 10.30 at night, so if you go and see a couple of shows and you want to uh, mm. you want a beer afterwards and you don't want to go on a Friday or Saturday to the, the late show at the Basement Comedy Club, um, feel free to – and you, you don't want to go and see big famous names drop in down there. Go and see some absolutely awful open micers. They might be funnier at yeah. 10.30 at night. I do know that from time to time, every now and then, you will get someone half decent yes. drop down to the Exford just to sort of humble themselves yep. or just getting feeling like they're midway through the festival. Everything's a bit boring. Yep. Gigs are going well because you're in good form. Yep. Shows are going well. It's like, i got to get back I, in touch with my roots. I saw One year I saw Tim Vine, who was oh, yeah. like doing massive shows years ago yeah. uh, at the Comedy Festival. And I, went, I dropped in for a beer at the Exford late night. And it was like four people, and it included him on top of a fireplace, just like fucking swearing at people. <laughs> just like yep. just like going, I'm not going to do my act, just being absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah, i yeah. got to go down. I might go down this week sometime. He was, uh, he was abusing Cody uh, over the weekend for not coming down, being too scared to come down, and Cody was like, fuck you, I'm going to do it now. Oh, wow. So I think Cody went down there the other night, maybe. Oh, wow, okay. Well, so, yeah, yeah, drop it down. <laughs> Big plug for the experts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Have a crack at the Buck Hunter machine downstairs. Yes. And it's actually, yeah, it's actually where I did a lot of my first ever gigs. Yeah. Until after about two years, me going, I'm too good for this gig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's time for Full Circle to go back there. It was a fun hangout for a bit because it was on, the gig was on Thursday nights uh, at the same time as your gig. But then the Exford gig would have like a karaoke thing afterwards but also that kick on. a distinction with that is that the exit has two rooms for comedy one's downstairs and one's upstairs the upstairs is quite a good room mm. so that's what you're talking about when yes. it was on a thursday night yeah, yeah. but uh, traditionally uh, uh over the festival it's downstairs the, the thing oh yeah, that, yeah yeah sure the, the open mic sort of sure thing. and the thing where i started was downstairs in a very bad room for comedy yes yeah but but my point is that 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 bar in and of itself a legendary kick-on venue on a thursday night right. for a little bit there yeah. where we'd meet up after your yeah. gig and just 
absolutely demolish pints and do yeah. bad karaoke yes. with strangers. Yeah, it was a bit of... We were doing karaoke every week there for a while. Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun there for a while. Uh, but yeah, get down there and say hi to Chris. But yes, Perth, uh, as we mentioned up the top of the episode, April the 24th. It's a Saturday afternoon, the Rosemount Hotel. Not many tickets left, but still a few there. If you're, uh, if you've, if you've been holding out, if the, uh, if the previous date moving has put you off, it is happening this yep. time. I feel confident in saying it. Yep, we are one hundred percent going to be there, April a- the twenty fourth. Absolutely. And um, if you go online and have a look, you, there is a sl- there's a handful of slightly cheaper tickets uh, because they're standing uh, up the back. So if you want to stand and you want to save yourself ten bucks, uh, you can stand at the back and lean on some tables and whatever. Apparently, there's some room. Hot tip: I reckon if if uh, this is the sort of thing that usually happens, someone's not going to turn up. So, someone else is not going to turn up. Mm-hmm. You've got your own little standing ticket. All of a sudden, you got a seat and you, cool. got, and you saved yourself ten bucks. Wow! I'm putting it out there. That's the promoter encouraging well, people how to game the system. Exactly. It's a little it's a little dum dum hack for you. That's like a poster for a concert being like. Tickets on sale here, but honestly, look on eBay on the day off. Yeah, You'll find yeah, someone yeah. desperate enough. To, you'll be able to take them for a ride and get a half-price ticket. This is living my way. This is this is being on standby. It you're is, on standby yeah. for a seat. Yeah. I reckon I reckon you're a big chance of getting a seat, mm-hmm. uh, but be clever. Get in be, there. Be smart about have it. Have a word. Have but, a, you know, don't be a cunt. Yeah. You've got to wait until, yeah, like, you know, the show's yeah. started. Absolutely. And yeah. don't, you know, I hate seeing people... The inevitable kind of like altercation that happens if there's something, if it's not assigned seating and there's a break Mm. and the person that has gotten there late, they're up the back and so they've been up the back for the first half of the show and then there's an interval and they just assume, well, it's it's free reign now. Right. And they just make a bolt for the front and they're yep. like, I've got the best seat in the house now because this cunt went to the dunny. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't reckon that's very fair. We will have security there. We will. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So check that out. Check out Carl's solo show. Yes. Starting very soon. Yep. Absolutely. In the city of Melbourne. Go and see it if you want to hang around after a live pod and see it. With a lot of dum-dum people, you can go at 5 o'clock on a Saturday, the next two Saturdays, or you can just go with other normal human beings, mostly uh, at 8.15 at the Imperial Hotel. Uh, limited run. Tommy, you've just finished your I little finished, run. yes, and thank you to everyone who came down. Saw a few aware shirts in the mix, chatted to some people after. Mm-hmm. Great fun. Great little week. Great. Doing, doing stand-up comedy once again. Yeah. I'm back. It's it's just a really good warm-up for our, uh, our split bill show in Perth. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cut out the... Uh, cut out the 45 minutes of <laughs> chaff and give you 15 of wheat up there. Yeah, really hour of power just for Perth. It's a, it's always good to do a, a month of uh, warm-up gigs in Melbourne just to get ready for Perth, for one show in Perth. Um, so. Well, you know, the way it was organised was it was meant to be in January yeah. when we had barely done, you know, stand-up had only just come back in Melbourne. So it's like, man, we'll be battling to put together 10 minutes each. So yeah. we'll make it like a showcase. Yep. You know, we, we don't have solos to do, so mm. normally we would do that in Perth. We'd yep. both do our solos. Mm. But now that it's the reverse, it's like, fuck, wouldn't mind cracking out the solo for yeah. another run. But anyway, yeah. now that I've done all that work on it, yep. but whatever. You'll yeah. just get to see the best of the best. That's Perth. it. Um, speaking of the best of the best, um, we're going to re- read some of the names of the best of the best out mm. today, Tommy, because this is the part of the show where we salute... All the fine contributors to this podcast via patreon.com slash little dum dum club. Uh, if you want to be a supporter of the show, if that you just want that, uh, you want to get out the, uh, the, the, the goodness of your heart and uh, ring it until dollars come out into mm-hmm. our coffers, uh, that would be great. And, but of course, if you want to be selfish and just get purely something out of it, it also works that way as well. You get bonus episodes, you get heaps of mm-hmm. them. 
Um, this week we had two great ones with Nina Oyama coming. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you can do that. You can be you can be a, a selfish cunt or you can be a, a lovely cunt. They've been uh, yeah they've they've been red hot lately. Mm. I have to say the two Nina ones we did a look through the comedy festival guy with Luke Heggie. Yep. Those were great. Yep. And a bit longer as well. Yeah. We did one that went almost for an hour. Oh, where we you did tried that to one. Guess what movie I bought yeah, at a market? Um, yep. Yeah. They've been uh, they've been on a good streak lately. Red so hot. Form. Lots of great stuff in there for you. Get in there. 115 or something at time of recording. Yeah, get in there. Um, it's a good time to be alive and to be flush with money to give to us. Sure um, is. So, so do that. If you, if you want to try it for the first time, do that. Um, you might want to stick around. It'd be great. Uh, now, these, these fine people have stuck around, that's for sure. I'm about to hit go on the big Unplanned Title alternator and mm-hmm. find out some names that have um, been subscribing for quite a while to us. Okay, excellent. Um, let's do this. Let's let's uh, see how much time we've got this week and uh, read out however many time however many names we can fit into that into that time. Mm. Um, shall we start now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you very much to First Cab Authoring Patreon subscriber Joel Young. Oh, mm. Joel Young. Yeah. At what point do you think that that name becomes outdated? Yeah. 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 Uh I mean that's it's not just for him, it's not just the name. I guess it's a broader question. At what at what age would you say You're not young. You transition from being a young man to an mm. old man. You'd have to say I reckon when's the first year he copped Joel not so young now? I think that's mm. the that's the definite question. Well, a bit. It's interesting because it's like it's always just relative to like how you feel, and then of course how other people feel about you, right? Mm. Because I remember, I remember being guilty of this, and I see people do it now in stand up. You know, like a twenty four year old going, <laughs> twenty four now. Yeah, you know, yeah. not so young now. Yeah. I'm fucking doing this and that, and mm. it's like. You know, to a thirty-year-old, that looks absurd. Yes, but I feel like I'm, I'm like I'm thirty-four now, and like legitimately, like my eyes are going. Like I had to get glasses and things. You know, it's like actually stuff is starting to deteriorate. Right. But perhaps to someone of your age, a yeah. decade older than me, yeah, that seems absurd. Me complaining. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I uh, look. You know, I. That sort of stuff, I don't care about any of it because it's like I, I get it. You know, some sure. stage people are like, oh, this is like, and then everyone's got. Hindsight afterwards. Yeah, things so, change and then, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone that says that, you're like, okay. No but it no. is an interesting question. If you tried to work out a universal consensus of everyone on earth, at what is the official age where you're no longer young? I, I reckon would, about 27. No, I don't believe that. I mean, but then again, I'm coming from where I am. I would say probably around about what you are. Off the top of my head, I thought 34. 35. 35. Because yeah. all of a sudden you're starting to think about 40. Yeah, 40 is nudging. But also, I feel like 30 is enough of a considerable, like, ratcheting up that, like, your 20s are truly young. And your 30s are still, certainly compared to your 40s, can be. But I think 20s are just, like, absolutely going for it. Yeah. I, Way again, less responsibility. Like you said, I still think <laughs> what you're guessing about me, you're saying that and I'm going. No, I think you'll think differently about this in a few years. Sure. Yeah, no, you're right. I probably will. Yeah. But I think like the, just the sheer recklessness of 20. Mm, yeah, I think you'll... Yeah, I think 30s, especially in the performing arts. Especially in the performing 30s, arts. No, 30s absolutely. is basically 20s. Absolutely. Well, I guess that's the other thing is nowadays, like I think that the, it has changed. Mm. There, there, was, there would have been a time when 30 was like, you're done, that's yeah. it. Yeah, if you looked at the 35-year-olds of 30 years ago, mm. I, I think they were 
a lot more adult yep, than yep. the 35-year-olds of today, Yeah, I think. So, what? put a number on it. What do you reckon? I've, I've said 35. 35. 35. 35. Okay. I'm saying, I reckon 27. Mm. Oh, the, the, the year, the age of the greats when you die. Oh, is that the case? Joplin. Oh, Cobain. Yeah. Yep. Morrison. Yep. Um, Steady Eddie. No, no. He's no, alive. he's still going. He's still going. Yeah. Okay. That's I when he should thought, have died. I always get it mixed up. I always thought it was 33, but that's the Jesus year. Yes. That was a thing in comedy for a bit. You used to see a lot of uh, white mm. men doing solo shows, the basis of which was, well, I'm 33 now, the age of Jesus' age. It's yeah. my Jesus year. And what And what have I done? Mm. I don't even I don't even own a house. Yeah. Th- I th- look, 30 was certainly one of those ones as well. Well, I guess I'm 30. Yeah, yep. the big 3 Well, I guess who cares? <laughs> I remember being a little kid and my mum... Like asking my mum how old she was, and her not knowing her age off the t- her being like, oh forty, like not you know like having to think for a couple of minutes, like mm. not exactly knowing her age, and yeah, me yeah, just yeah, thinking yeah. that was ridiculous. Yeah, and it's happening to me now. Yes, I frequently have to be like thirty four, thirty four. Yeah, yeah. My wife didn't know my age the other day. Wow. Yeah. Um. What about this? Joel Young reminds me of someone that we haven't talked about for a long, long time. Mm. Someone who no. Yeah, well, yes. We haven't talked about him for a long, long time, mm. if ever. Um, I dare say he's probably come up at least in passing at some stage maybe, in 10 years. Maybe. Um, a former sponsor of ours. A former sponsor of a Cosimo International Podcast Festival of ours. Oh, Rich Young. Rich Young. Remember when a listener called Rich Young sponsored the first Cosimo International Podcast Festival? Mm. Back when we thought, what the fuck is this thing? Can we do it? We need a sponsor. And then some bloke called Rich Young, who I never thought that was his real name. Yeah, he just PayPal'd us for money yeah. to talk about his YouTube channel. Yes. And it was like bizarre. Yes. It was like it was like remixes that he'd made of Britney Spears songs or something. Something like weird. Something odd. It was like two videos he had on his YouTube channel. And I don't think he'd really remix much of it at all. Mm. And he's like, oh, just hang shit on it. And then when we hang shit on it, I don't think he liked that very much. No. But anyway, he just disappeared again. But he gave us like a bunch of money. Yeah, how much was it? It wasn't. It it, it was a fair amount. It was a good chunk. Yeah. It wasn't a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. And so that was the thing that was the bedrock of us going to Samui because mm. it's like, oh, okay, now we can definitely do it because we didn't think if didn't know if anyone was going to go. We didn't also, charge we didn't people charge to go people. for the first year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that made it happen. We did also have a GoFundMe for it though. Fuck, I don't even remember. Did yeah, we? we did a fundraiser. Right. And it was like you got, we made like the, I think the documentary. Oh, you got the video. Made, you got the videos every day. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But he definitely was a sponsor. Yeah. He was a, he was a guy that made stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're out there, let us know. Yeah. It was quite weird. It's quite a weird thing. And, and we never knew what, what how he got the money. Um, he obviously had just money to burn. Mm. Very, very weird. Money to burn. Weird YouTube channel. Got a bit weird when we yeah. were making fun of his on. YouTube channel. Got a bit weirder and weirder. Um, yeah, and then all of a sudden, no contact. Yeah. I, And on top of that, I was like, cool, are you going to come to Kosamu? He's like, no. Yeah. Like, well, you could have easily come with the money you just gave us. Yeah. But then all that said and done, still one of the more normal interactions we've had as a result <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. Thanks, Joel. Joel. Old young Joel. Old young Joel. Um... All right, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Ooh. Oh, God. 
what? How are we going to tackle this? Uh-oh. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon what subscriber. Number, number two this week. <laughs> thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Tass. First name, Tass. T-A-S-S. Mm-hmm. That's the easy one. Yep. That's the... Tass... As in booby tassels? Uh, maybe that's an abbreviation, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please call me Tass. Yeah. <laughs> booby tassels with my father. <laughs> Tass, thank you very much to Tass... Scardellus. Scardellus. Yes. I like it. S-G-A-R-D-E-L-I-S. Mm-hmm. Scardellus. Tass Scardellus. Scardellus that I wish you saw. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Scar tissue. Oh, red yeah, right. The red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot. Your favourite band. Mm. Your favourite band from your youth. No, <laughs> not true. Tass. <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> Scardellus. Two names I've never seen before in my life. I like Tass. Do you reckon that's an abbreviation? It ha- uh, well, based on the surname, maybe not. Mm. Maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a um, Greek first name from where's she from? I mean Greek. Tass. Skadelis is that Greek? Maybe. Mm. Mm, I don't care to speculate. Mm. A uh, a girl, actually, my first ever girlfriend when Ooh, I was when I was first ever a wee a wee lad. Her first name, What are we up to now? What number? That's a great question. Mm. I have to go back. Might, that'd be good if you were, if you just called her from now on. My eighth ever girlfriend. <laughs> here. <laughs> it's like you know when you're at a certain age, you're very on top of the number of people you've slept with mm. because it's you know it's like yeah, because it's none four or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would be so. And I bet they're out there meeting, going back to age again, meeting like a thirty-five-year-old who's like knows the exact number off the top of their head. Yeah, bit psycho. Yeah, yeah. I've met a couple of them that have have like popped out a number, like a rough, even a rough number. In even a life. rough is like okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, yeah. My my uh, my first girlfriend, her name was, and I assume continues to be mm. Taryn, but she would always T A R E N T A R Y N Y N. She would abbrevi she abbreviated it to Taz, which I always thought was a bit like I don't know if I'm that into this. That's not that. That's not a thing. Also, I'm, yeah, I don't know about nicknames for girls. Sort of, yeah, <laughs> that's for men. Yes, well, it is certainly like a like a to me that's like a dumb nickname, and I think dumb nicknames should be guys because guys are dumber. You know right? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if you have like Tass, okay, Tass sounds like a, a nice a nice nickname. Yeah. For uh, but I think yeah, Taz is like that. Just sounds like some fucking dropkick fuckhead that's like played footy and thought he was a fucking champ until he was yeah. 17 and then didn't get drafted and then he's just a loser now. Yeah, it was a bit weird. I was never that uh, I was never that enamoured with it right. at the time. Yeah. But Tass, yeah, I like it. I mean, maybe it is a nickname. It must be a nickname for booby tassels, right? It oh, must well, be. It must be. I mean, I can't think of anything else, which, which uh, once you eliminate all of the possible nicknames, yes. you only have... The impossible, yep. as Sherlock Holmes once said. <laughs> and so that's what it is. That's the great man, yeah. Sherlock Holmes once said. Yeah, is that great? He sort of exists? is the original great man, isn't he? Him is swanning he? in there, like, solving a crime, and everyone just being like, oh, the great man. He's I, done it again. I reckon, maybe he's the first he's done it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Quite possibly. I reckon there'd be a lot of people that think he was a real person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I reckon that would be an absolute... That, it's one of those things where... We, you know when they pop out those surveys in America where they say, is COVID real? And 59% said it wasn't. Yep. I reckon that would be a real thing where it's like, is 
Sherlock Holmes real? Yes, 80%. That would be a good game show. I don't quite know what you'd do with this information, but like the, like, yeah, surveys of just dumb things right. that most people think. Yeah. Is that a good survey? Is that a good quiz where you go, it's just a two, it's a yes or no thing? Does the majority of America think that Sherlock Holmes is a real person? And you yep. have to guess yes or no. They're all yes or no questions. Yeah, yeah. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. That's a nice... That could be a nice quiz, a nice like fast money quiz. But like, I'm, I wish I could think of more off the top of my head, but there, there would be a lot of those things that it's like a lot of people assume this, but it's just absolutely like not true or it is true or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. like dumb, dumb things that are, that are just in the collective mind of yeah. society. The only shame with that sort of a setup is the fun answer is always yes. Does the majority of America think that uh, Sherlock Holmes is real. Yes. Ah, that's great. Yeah. But then it's like, if the answer's no, it's like, cool, because he's not. Yeah. That's yeah, not very yeah. fun. That yeah. doesn't feel very fun. But if it's something that is uh, that is real and people think it's made up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. then you ask the inverse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, Tass. Thanks, thanks, Tass Thanks, Booby Tassels. Thanks, yeah, thanks, um, Nipple Rings. Thanks, um, Ruby Booby Tassels. <laughs> Tass, let us know what they're short for. Tass, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm keen. And let, also let us know what Scardellus is short for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, and what what your Greek ancestors did to get that name. Yep. Did they Scardellus for a living? Let mm-hmm. us know. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Zane DeCourcy, I'll mm. say. See this guy popping up on the... He's on a the big socialer, yeah, socializer. Big socializer. Um, DeCourcy, D-E-C-O-U-R-C-Y. DeCourcy? DeCorky. DeCourcy. DeCourcy. Yeah, Zane DeCourcy. I don't mind the name Zane. Um, yeah, I guess. It's a little bit... It's a little bit too... Hmm, a little bit too sugary for my liking. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I mean, my association with it is um, Zane, Zane Lowe. The like oh the Apple Music the guy? Apple Music guy yeah. who I guess he used to be like what BBC Radio or something like that mm, but anyway like that. he's a little every now and then he'll get you know he'll he'll land a big fish big interview scoop. and it's like well I'm interested in this album that's coming out so mm. I want to listen to it and he as an interviewer he has good rapport with people but he's a little bit too like the great man's here talking to Kanye right like he's a little bit too. He's drunk his own Kool Aid a bit too much. Uh, okay, I'm not. Right. I'm not that into it. Yeah, right. right. But you got to. But you like you know, that name anyway. I yeah, but I mean, I like the name in and of itself. But it is starting to be tarred right. for me. The more I listen to Zane Lowe's output, the more it makes me go a bit like. Right. Uh, maybe I'm starting to turn on this name a bit. I yeah, I, I think I liked it when there was like one or one or two Zanes out there. But now there's a few Zanes out there, and now I'm like, mm. no, nah, no, nah, this is just like fucking. Joel now, like what if Joel it, Young. Mm, what if it was uh, Zane E? That would be good if, you, if your middle name was E. Was <laughs> Zane E. Not comedy. not even an initial, just <laughs> named after E from from Entourage. Yep, yep. Yeah. Zane E. Zane E. Comedy. That's oh fuck. <laughs> um, what if you? Maybe I'll check into the hotel in Perth for Zane yeah, E. Comedy. Yeah, yeah, great. Errol P. Mosquito and Zane E. Comedy. Great. Um, what if you? What if you had that as your middle name, where it's like. E. It's like, oh, what's that stand for? No, just it's just E. I'm named after the guy from Entourage. 
That's great. Yeah, and then people That's go... That's so funny. People go, you can't have it as just a letter. It has to be short for something. And you go, okay, it's short for entourage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's short for E, as in triple E. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> My middle name's E, first name drama. Yep. Drama E. Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't mind a wouldn't mind another romp through the Entourage series. I have oh. to say, it's I mean, it's, what about a reboot? <clears throat> it's garbage, but every now and then, it's just one of those things that it's like I just feel like rot. If I have something where, if I'm doing, if I'm working on something that's just like a lot of drawing on the iPad, mm. and it's just kind of nice to have something on in the background that's like a bit mindless that I don't need to focus on, mm. I'll chuck on a couple of seasons of Entourage and oh. just let them. Just let them run out Wash in the background while I'm, while I'm working. And it is, especially now, it's a good one to check in on every few years and just see how much more and more dated it has become yeah. as time is going on. Right. There's no yeah. chance in... It's not even that old. Yeah. But there is no chance in hell you could get that yeah. show made how it is now today. Yeah. No oh. chance in hell. Well, I don't remember Turtle wearing yellow face, but okay. All right. <laughs> sure. Um, it is, I haven't watched it since, since back in the day. And it did go south. The last couple of seasons. Last couple but of seasons. It was, dire, uh, but it was legitimately a fun show the first couple of years. Maybe oh. because of the way it was and because of the way we were? I don't know. First couple of episodes, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this rules. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just the, the high, the like the Ari Gold character and the, and the high stakes powwow of it was like, this is sick. That's what I was going to say. I reckon back in the day that it was a, it was a thing. It was almost a thing where, uh, uh, in terms of characters, uh, Ari and drama. Yeah. It was sort of almost like, you know, who, oh, who's your favourite out of those two? It was almost like the Kramer versus George yes. in Seinfeld. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think drama was Kramer and Ari was George. Yeah. Especially in that the best characters were George and Ari. Yes, yep. exactly. Yeah. But uh, what do you think? Because um, it's one of those things now, like a lot of things where they every now and then they'll be like, they're going to do... Mm. Weren't they talking about doing another movie at some point? Yeah. I feel like... Because that movie did make bank. did go yeah. well. Um, I have to say when like the character of Ari, especially early on, was like awesome. Mm. It's like this is a, what, a, what one of the great characters, and now you see that cunt out and about, and you go, ah, ah, this Piv- is like you mean Piven, yeah, Piven, Piven, right? This is like David Brent all over again. No, this is just him. This is the guy. Or this has become him or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like Gervais becomes Brent and that cunt has become Ari. Just yep. some fucking dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Um, saw him on stage doing stand-up the other day uh, wearing a cowboy hat or something. Jeremy like, Piven. Yeah. Does he do stand-up now? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think you would say that if you saw it, but... Oh, yeah. the, the, the concept of it is mm. awesome. Mm. The fact that we live in a world where he's like... <laughs> Also, like mid-pandemic, <laughs> just having a crack. He was on the. I saw uh, a picture of him on the very stage, on the infamous stage that has graced both uh, t- two of the great performances go. of all time: yep. Tommy Daslow and Michael Richards yep. on the Laugh Factory stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, doing that gig, it took so much willpower to not just go. How good is this? <laughs> I'm here because it's like, especially the people working in there. I'm sure they've heard it a million times by yeah, now. Yeah. But yeah. fuck, it felt good. It's like it's 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 your Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were there with me. Why didn't you get a photo of me up there? Um, because <laughs> you <laughs> went on at about three a.m. and I did not want to be there at that time. <laughs> I went home. <laughs> I was there, and and it was it was also very clear that this was 
that you were waiting there for ages. This was going to be not the best gig of all time. No. And we weren't having much fun just sitting there. And I was like, okay, I'm... I think we'd had a big one the night before as well. It was brutal. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on... No, you know what had happened. We we'd were, done the we pod. were on a big one already. Yeah, that's right. We'd done the pod yeah. in LA. We'd yeah. gone for dinner and beers with Dave Anthony. Yes. And then I'd had to go and leave to do that. Yeah. And it was like, they do three shows a night or something, and I just kept getting bumped. I had been put on there as a favour to mm. Bob Saget, mm. who I had met and opened for yeah. in Australia. And then it just, it yeah, it just gets to a point where it's like, this is going to be no good. I don't particularly want to do this anymore. Mm. But also... This guy's vouched for me and got... I, f- I feel like it would be very rude of me to just, like, fuck off and not do the spot. Yeah. So I just keep getting bumped. And I'm going up to the the venue manager going, like, hey, look, if he can't fit me in, like, it's fine. Honestly, no harm mm. done. And he keeps going, like, no, no. Bob said you're good. Favour to Bob. Got to put you on. Oh, like, no. This is a fucking nightmare. No. <laughs> it just keeps getting later and later. Because it was that thing where we'd been having fun. We'd, been, we'd, we'd done that LA pod, which I certainly didn't have fun doing. Mm-hmm. But once we kicked on after that, yep. now, that was fun. Now, let's stop having fun and go to comedy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were drinking with Dave Anthony. That was when we talked him into coming to, or what we thought was talking him into coming to Kosamui. Yeah. He was ringing his wife going, what a great idea, we're going, we're going, honey, oh, yep, let's go. Yep, yep. We were having a grand old time, we had to cut that short, go to this thing, what a great night it's been, and now all of a sudden we're sitting in this fucking shithole, yep. waiting, yep. and you couldn't even have fun while you're waiting there. Just like, hoping that someone else has a meltdown yep, that yep, we can see. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you had promised me you were going to have a meltdown, I would have stuck around. That's mm. the thing. That's the thing. I felt tired enough too. Yeah. Maybe that, hey... Maybe that had happened to Kramer that night. Yes. He'd been out drinking with Dave Anthony. Yes. He'd just been bumped again and again and again. Dave Anthony pulled out of an international podcast festival that he promised. He promised <laughs> yeah. he was going to go to the international Seinfeld <laughs> the Thailand podcast festival Seinfeld in Bali. Festival. <laughs> 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 yep. Uh, like, yeah, you know what? He'd, he'd, let, he'd let Michael Richards down. David promised he was going to come and play George... Uh, because Jason yep. Alexander had already pulled out. Yep. What about um? What would it look like? Kramer hosting the little dum dum club, sliding in the door, going, "Hey, mates!" Yes. <laughs> Great. Great. Well, thanks, Zane DeCourcy. Thanks, Zane DeCourcy. Uh, thank you very much to patron subscriber Ryan Webb. Webby. Yeah. Webby, he's he's back. Webby's done it again. Yeah. Webby's done it again. Um. Yeah. Webb was the, the surname of one of our techs. Mm. Uh. Is is our, are our techs the they're our spinal tap drummers, aren't they? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's um, fair. Imagine doing a podcast for ten years where you've had the same tech that entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but we've lost another one. You know that we've lost another one. So the tech on this episode, Duty, our friend Duty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He gone. Yeah, but uh, we. Yeah, I know we've lost him. Yeah, but we. I thought you were meaning we've lost the replacement. Oh no, no, oh, no, no. We've got Jesus a we've Christ. got a replacement. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but. Um, but Webby, Webby was one of our. He's Web. Uh, Duty's the um, Duty's the big overweight Japanese man bursting into flames at, over the credits of Spinal Tap. Oh right, right. <laughs> well, more like his wife is because his wife is about to burst and have a baby. Yeah. So that's why she's gone. None of this rot, thanks. Yeah, yeah. You got to be around instead I, of recording I, someone saying the word cunt. Over yeah, exactly. And over. I yeah. I am gonna need a lift to the hospital. Not yeah. you going. Sorry, sorry. They've really got Kappa on one at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so unfortunately, yeah, Webby, Webby was, um, our tech, it, Webby's a guy that we, we brought to Kosamui mm. to, um, I don't know, get on drugs and then not listen to what was happening and Ooh, not record allegedly, it properly. Allegedly. 
Um, maybe, maybe. Uh, not this Ryan Webb though, of course. Uh, this Ryan Webb was is probably um, well, he's probably still on drugs, but he's just not recording. Fair yeah. chance he's he, on well. He's also yeah. not recording our podcast properly, I guess. Because yeah. In that he's not recording it at all. Exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. doing a he's doing an awful job of this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking butchered it. Something in the name. I've had to step in. Yeah. <laughs> and take control. Take the helm. Yeah. Ryan Webby Webb. He must get Webby, right? Surely. Everyone does. Yep. Um, does he get a bit of worldwide? <laughs> WW. Yeah. Dubsy. Yeah. That'd be good. Bit of HTTP. This That's, is my dad, HTTP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm WWW and here's what, my son, what dot about, com. What about, <laughs> what about if you go, oh, fuck, yeah. I can't remember what year that happened. Webby. Look it up. Yep. On you. On you. <laughs> Look deep inside yourself. Yeah. It's funny... To think that there's still people out there that when they go to type in a web address, they'll still kick it off with the HTTP. Yeah. It's like, why is that even in the bar anymore? Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't, it hasn't, you've never needed it. I have even to say, the WWW you don't need. I have to say Worldwide is a real like fucking rap slash gangster name. Worldwide. That would be pretty cool. Well, it's Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Oh, I didn't even know. That's what he calls himself. Oh, really? Yeah, Mr. Worldwide. Why does he call himself that? I don't know. That's a good, Well, well that, then that's up. exactly, I've... I've Described it exactly then. Someone's, oh, someone got him before me. Dude, he just sent me a message. Oh, what did he say? Uh, here's the episode that people have just heard. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, why does Pitbull call himself Mr. Worldwide? It's going to be such a de- it's going to be such a dull answer. Oh, well, maybe not because he's gone all over the world. Uh, he. F- once he expanded his territory, he felt he couldn't only represent Miami, hence the 305 area code, so he changed it to worldwide to better suit his path. Mm. That's it. When I call myself, when I say Mr. Worldwide, it's because we're all around the world. Well, sorry, but that's actually a shit way of having a nickname. So I'm taking it off you, Pitbull, and I'm bestowing it upon, upon Ryan Webb. Because he started as, he used to be, uh, he, his nickname used to be 305, the, the area code for Miami. Oh, and then he thought, I'm getting too big. I've had too many hits. I've got to go Mr. Worldwide, which right. is, you know, like you can't you can't knock the vision, mm. but there's no in-between step. Yes. He goes from just, One you know, town. That's like me going from, you know, please call me Mr. 3002. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then a day later, nah, I did a good episode of the pod. Yeah. It's Mr. Universe Miss, from now on. Mr. Milky Way. <laughs> M-dub from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Just there's a middle ground. There's um a guy who my a guy who I met so long ago who is friends of my friends with my uncle. I just randomly worked with this guy and he saw my surname and he's like, "Are you related to John?" I said, "Yeah, he's my uncle." John Dasselow. John Dasselow. And so this guy, he now he, he like my dad doesn't really have much to do with him, but this guy, this old man, he's like my parents' age. He comes to my comedy festival show every year by himself. He'll come up to me at the end. It's very, very weird, but very nice of him. But I remember him one time bragging to me that he's lived on the same page of the Melways for his entire life. <laughs> but, but that's like a thing from that generation where like that would have been a point of pride. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you live down the road from where you grew up and it's like, you know, that the area that you kind of have based your life in really matters to people. Mm. But someone now, like a, you know, like a 30, 40 year old claiming that, would be like, that's pathetic. Grow up. That's so funny that that guy, that guy's nickname was Mr. 45F. Yeah, 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 that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that is so grim. Yeah. 
Mel waits for people outside of uh, Melbourne, of course, the street directory yeah. that we have here. What would now? What would the equivalent of the the show title be? So he's like, please call me something, Mister Forty Five F was my father. Mm. So what's what do you call it now? Please call me. I guess like what the Google Maps coordinates. Yeah, but maybe. Does anyone really use that? I don't know. You can like it. You know, you get like a. Sp- Specific little thing that if you click on it, it'll come up to the exact pin. Right. That's what, but but that but that's like I don't think that's specifically a um, Google Maps thing. It's just like the way yeah. they measure that stuff. That's that just, already existed. That's just the world. Yeah. Um. Maybe there isn't an equivalent then. Mm. You mean like the what's the modern equivalent of the Melways essentially? Yeah. What's the modern equivalent of how to describe like like that forty five F? Like I live on the page forty five F in the right. in the Melways. Someone was telling me the other day that they know someone who will measure, like when they're giving directions, they'll measure things in like the tram stop number. Oh, and yeah, it's like, yeah. who the fuck has them committed to memory? Yeah. They're like, oh, it's, um, you know, so you, it's just next to stop number 115. Right. It's like, you maybe if you're going to like a job interview or something and you don't, you know, it's somewhere where you don't really know where it is, mm. maybe you memorize it. It's like, okay, here's where I've got to get off. Mm. But you're still probably following it on the map. I've only recently started using my tram app. Where I, I was always like, you know what? It doesn't matter when I walk out. There's, there's going to be a tram at some stage. Mm. Uh, and now I've only recently started looking up before I leave the house and going, yeah, this is actually a good way of not standing there for 10 minutes like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I've I've never really gotten into it, I've yeah. got to say. Yeah. It's like, I'm ready to leave now. Yeah, It's like, it's the difference of 10 minutes. It's like, I don't know, I may as well just yeah. sit out there. You are in a very nice location where you've got access to multiple trams though, so... Yeah, that's true. Mm. So it really is. There's going to be one every five minutes mm. where you are. Thanks, Mister. Thanks, Mister Worldwide. Thanks, Thanks Mr. the real Mister. The real yes. original Mister Worldwide. Thanks, Mister. New original Mister Worldwide. Yeah, and now Pitbull is Mister Worldwide Classic. Yeah, he's he's Webby. I'm gonna. Yeah. You can. I can just swap. <laughs> Pitbull can be Webby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, final one. I've um. I got a lot of work to do. <coughs> a lot of work to do. My uh, my laptop has uh, stopped working. So um, yeah, you do all your work on the unplanned title alternator. Exactly. <laughs> put jokes into it. Exactly. And the unplanned jo- joke alternator. I've got so, to switch it over. Yeah. No, it's still just names. So your solo show is you going. I was walking down the street the other yeah. day and um, yeah. uh, Frank Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's just do one more. I've got to go and get all of that shit happening and and look forward to that. Big amount of time that it takes to set up a fucking new computer and pour all of your bullshit onto it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's crack on. Let's do one more. Uh, thank you very much to uh, Patreon subscriber. Oh, okay. What? Oh, you'll see. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Zane E Comedy. Zane, wow. wow, Zany Comedy. Yeah. Fuck. Like yeah. slipping on a banana peel and then a cream pie. Uh, <laughs> going on the face. Going right up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that old prank. That's a good. That's actually a good. Uh, like the wacky porno. Oh yeah, <laughs> just a <laughs> cream pie, but an actual cream there pie. Is, splat. Man, there is there is a scene in um, one of the movies. You know, one of the one of the movies that's made me laugh the most of all time. Mm. Kentucky Fried Movie. Yep, classic. Yeah, Zucker Brothers. Yes, Before, predating um, uh, Flying Airplane. High. Flying High. Yeah. Yep. Where you see it, uh, where you see that as the you know the wacky movie or whatever. This was more, way more unhinged. Kentucky Fried Movie it was a sketch movie. Yeah, worth a look. Absolutely, there is yep. a scene where they put a cream pie, I think, on a lady's ass, and then a cream pie on a horse's ass. Very funny scene. Great. 
Very funny visual. Shout out. Shout out the Kentucky Fried Movie. We should have a night where we just have like before a pod or before the drunk cast maybe or something. Just a just a projector on, just playing one of the classics. Oh. Muted. Yeah. <laughs> if our warm-up act for the drunk cast is the Kentucky Fried Movie no. playing on a projector. Man, no. Do one of those things where it's like, you know, it's the, the film commentary. But there's no making fun of it. It's just us going, fuck, how good's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like 90 minutes. Film enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks very much for listening. Thank you to everyone who supports the show. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club for the bonus episodes and all that kind of stuff. LittleDumDumClub.com. Get your tickets for Perth. Perth. Come check us out. April the 24th. Carl Solo Show. Carl Solo Show. It's all there on the website. Thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See you, mate. See you, mates.